Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, Elevate your adventure by transforming your vehicle into a reliable Wi-Fi hotspot. Connect up to 10 devices up to 50 feet away from your vehicle, making it ideal for camping and road trips. Don't miss out on the fun. Embark on your next adventure today. Visit att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to check if you're eligible for a free trial. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. KFI AM640. You're listening to the John and Ken Show on demand on the iHeartRadio app. There will be a ballot measure next year, and that ballot measure is to ask you to not raise taxes, but to lower the threshold to raise taxes. Hmm. All right, so how's this work out? All right, so it's uh, Assembly Constitutional Amendment 1. You'll see this referred to as ACA 1. All right, and the uh, idea behind ACA one is uh, whether or not we take a good look at the threshold for raising taxes in California. If you have a municipality that wants to raise taxes for uh, for helping the homeless, uh, or if they want to raise taxes to repair a bridge, something of that sort, or uh, they want to raise taxes uh, on uh, uh, hotel stays or something of that sort. You have to have the voters pass those uh, those referendums by uh, what is basically a two-thirds majority, 65% of the vote. This is a pretty high threshold. When it comes to schools, uh, 55% is all it is. So number of people in Sacramento said, well, that doesn't seem right. So why don't we just uh, lower that down to 55%? It's still more than 50%, but it's not... Uh, it's not nearly as daunting to try to get people to pass it as uh, as is, is currently the case at, at 65% is what you have to have. In other words, uh, two out of three households have to approve the tax for it to go into effect. And some uh, some cities, municipalities, are, are calling foul. The uh, story in the L.A. Times talks about Sonoma County wanted to pass a sales tax uh, to fight wildfires. Uh, that vote got 65%, but it didn't get the two-thirds. So it did not pass. And so uh, they said, well, now now what are we going to do? Joining me right now is uh, Carl DeMaio. You're quite familiar with Carl DeMaio. I'm quite familiar with Carl DeMaio. Carl, good to, to uh, talk to you again there, my friend. Uh, so hey, Chris. I was excited no- when I heard that you were sitting in. 
<laughs> You're the only one. So here's the uh, <laughs> here's the deal. We've got people in Sacramento again saying, well, why don't we uh, make it easier to raise taxes? And I'm going to go out on a limb and say you don't like that. Well, yeah, uh, this is absurd. California already has the highest tax burden in the country of any state. We have the highest income tax, the highest sales tax, the highest gas tax, the highest car tax. Despite Prop 13, we still pay some of the highest property taxes because our homes are assessed so much higher than the rest of the country. We have the highest utility taxes. Everything is highest in California. And these greedy politicians, whether it's City Hall or Sacramento, they say they don't have enough money. They want to add burdens uh, to our cost of living with these higher taxes. And Chris, I got to say, the reason why we have a two-thirds vote requirement for special taxes is, number one, we know that taxation can be an unfair system. It's easy for the majority to say, hey, we've decided we're only going to tax people with the first name Chris and the last name Merrill. Uh, you know, they narrow it down saying we're going to tax the, the rich people here or the soda consumers or the tobacco users. We're going to tax all these people and then we're going to use their money for the for the for the benefit of, 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 of the the, uh, the the earmarked people that we've decided to uh, benefit from the tax. When you have a, a, a risk that the majority can target and take wealth away from select groups, we need to make sure that it's a fair process and that everyone agrees overwhelmingly that we need to do it. That's why the two-thirds originally existed. But here's another reason why we have two-thirds. The politicians lie to us on our ballot. They have now gotten to the point where they no longer even tell you what you're voting on. You're not told that a measure has a tax increase in it. Instead, it says it's for the children. This is an initiative for safe streets and better schools. And it doesn't say that there's a tax increase in there, but there, there always is a hidden tax increase. So what we did is we said we've got to fix Prop 13. We have to restore it because the Democrats have used loopholes to undermine it over the years. We wanted to get a taxpayer protection initiative passed in 2024, and we're still dedicated to that. That would basically – Prop 13 back to where it was in 1978, providing a fair vote on taxes, the two-thirds vote requirement. The Democrats don't want that, which is why they have both these bills uh, uh, moving forward, ACA 1 and ACA 13, which would gut Prop 13, and ultimately it will absolutely raise your taxes. There's no doubt in my mind. So, uh, Carl Mayo, my guest, if uh, if you've got a measure that's going to be on the ballot, but these are going to be on the ballot as well. It's, is, is the ballot yeah. likely to be confusing? Uh, is this why, I mean, messaging has got to be vital Chris, here, and it's you, always an uphill battle. You nailed it. Yeah. You nailed it. One of the, the ultimate thing that Democrats want to do is they want to defeat the California Taxpayer Protection Initiative that we got on the ballot through 1.4 million signatures. It's on in November 2024. And so what they're trying to do is have basically a, a both-and strategy. They want to both try to lower the threshold for these tax increases with ACA 1, while at the same time using ACA 13 to destroy and defeat our ballot measure. They're trying to make it so that our ballot measure requires a supermajority vote to pass, which means that we would have to get a two-thirds vote to implement our provisions that require honest ballot titles be presented to uh, to voters. And so they're literally putting a poison pill on the ballot. But to your point, even if they don't succeed in passing their two measures, 
they're trying to make it so confusing for voters that they overlook the wonderful initiative that we've got to restore Prop 13, to block tax hikes, and that the voters just say, oh, throw your hands up in the air, let's vote no on everything. So what they're trying to do right now is uh, not only weaken Prop 13, but you know, if they can destroy our measure in the process, they're, they're fine with that. Carl, will you tell me more? Tell me uh, this uh, this uh, what I don't know, honest ballot title uh, thing. Uh, yeah. And and I'm with you because it's so often we get the title that'll be you know uh, the, the for the puppies act or something like that, right? So how do you how do you guarantee an honest title that, that, that that's always been a strategy by everybody, regardless of political party, yeah. is to to make the title seem catchy. So it's very simple. Our initiative requires that if a measure contains a tax increase, the words tax increase have to be in the ballot title. How about simple like that? I mean, that's all we're asking for is if you're going to put a tax increase before the voters and Prop 13 requires a vote on taxes, Howard Jarvis never in his wildest dream, the guy who wrote Prop 13 in 1978, he never imagined that politicians would basically say, all right, we're going to put a tax increase on the ballot. But we're not going to tell people it's a tax increase. We're going to say, hey, this is an initiative uh, that would improve uh, the condition of children, would fill potholes. Yes or no? They're not going to tell you it's a tax increase. And so that was perhaps the one thing that Jarvis was not prepared for, that Prop 13 says it needs to be a public vote. But it never said, and you have to tell the voters what they're voting on has a tax increase in it. So our measure simply says that if a measure has a tax increase in it, the title not the summary, not the legalese, but the title itself must contain the words tax increase. And, and, and that is all we're asking for in terms of the honest ballot titles. Uh, you're still going to have ads that are deceptive. Uh, we can't do anything about that. That's the First Amendment. Politicians can lie. Special interests can bankroll deceptive ads. What we think that voters deserve is at least an honest disclosure that what they're about to vote on could end up costing them or someone else more money and they need to take a closer look and on the ballot itself on the paper is what you're saying then yeah on the ballot itself and we believe that a fair fight would be um achieved if voters actually were given the truth and so look we are up against david versus goliath here we need help we're going to need to uh, warn voters that Prop 13 is in danger of being gutted by these two initiatives that the Democrats voted on last night, while also simultaneously getting a yes vote on our California Taxpayer Protection Initiative. So people can join the campaign, they can contribute, they can sign up for more information or to volunteer at StopCaliforniaTaxHikes.com. That's StopCaliforniaTaxHikes.com. And if you're sick and tired of these politicians lying to you on the ballot and raising your taxes, uh, you got to get in the fight because the special interests are coming for your wallet. The only way for us to stop them is if we work together and unite as grassroots activists at StopCaliforniaTaxHikes.com. All right. Carl DeMaio, chairman of uh, Reform California and a, a longtime friend of mine, Carl, I'm, I'm happy yes. to say it's Great it's to good talking you, to you, Chris. We, too, we miss you down here in San Diego. I we know, miss you. and I miss San Diego, too. It's one of my favorite places in the world, there's no doubt. All right, Carl, take care, my friend. We'll catch up with you soon. Thanks so much. You know, speaking of uh, it's going to cost something, it's going to cost a lot this year for politicians to run. Remember when we used to be amazed at how much politicians were spending? That was nothing. Those were the good old days. Just get 
ready for this. That's next. Chris Merrill in for John and Ken, KFI AM640. We're live everywhere on your iHeartRadio app. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM640. Deborah, had you heard that one I before? I have not. <laughs> what, are you a pirate? <laughs> I'm old school. <laughs> I I once told Robin, and I stick to this, Robin is the program director, I said, I think Handle on the Law is the best show on radio. I just love it. I think it is so good. So good. <laughs> and that's why. Oh, my gosh. Are you a pirate? I'm Chris Merrill in for John and Ken today, KFI AM 640. More stimulating talk. And one day, hoping to be ever as uh, as creative as Bill Handel. That's just wonderful. Uh, maybe you recall there was a big story, and it's been a while now, but maybe you recall there was a big story back in 2012. It was when uh, Mittens Romney and uh, Barack Obama were running for the office of President of the United States. And political spending that year, nationwide, among all candidates, all the for from dog catcher to president, all spending nationwide topped a billion dollars. And I remember just saying, "This is crazy! This is a, a billion dollars!" I said, a billion dollars people are spending. And I looked at it at the time and said, it's a billion dollars that we could be putting toward whatever you want. Infrastructure, homeless housing, uh, feeding lost puppies, whatever it is. Well, that number has changed, as one might imagine. And with inflation and whatnot, you know, it's gone up. Uh the expectation is in 2024, nationwide, we will see over $10.2 billion spent on candidate ads. $10.2 billion. $1.2 billion in California alone. So what we had nationwide, just what will have been 12 years ago, the anticipation is will be for California alone. And now we're looking at $10 billion nationwide. I get frustrated when I see these numbers because all of those things that we complain about when we say that uh, you got to follow the money and the politicians are bought and sold and all of these different and then you see political spending at 10.2 billion dollars I will tell you this politicians hate it when I say this I don't donate to politicians uh, there's two things I don't do I don't endorse a politician and I don't donate to a politician. Uh, one is for professional reasons, and that's uh, because uh, I once endorsed a guy uh, in the early 2000s who ended up in prison. And I said, well, I'm not going to endorse anybody again because I, I don't know how that's going to end up. So I don't do it. And uh, the other is I don't make donations because, frankly, I see these, I see these uh, politicians running ads nonstop. And I just think, what, where's the money coming from? And is it coming from people who are complaining about the government taking our money? Imagine $10 billion. Now, I know $10 billion in the grand scheme of things is a drop in the bucket in the nationwide uh, American spending, yada, yada. But that is a lot of money just to say, I want things to go my way. So who is making those donations and why are they willing to put so much money forward? And it's because it pays off for them in the end. So whether it's unions making donations to their politicians so that their politicians will support their strikes, 
as we're seeing play out in America today, or it's CEOs making donations so that taxes will be cut and it will save them and they will get their bonuses as we're seeing playing out today. I don't like seeing this much spending. It just screams crony capitalism and corruption at the highest levels. All right, we'll shift, uh, get away from the politics a little bit because, frankly, I, I feel gross. There was a hack, a big hack in Las Vegas. Alex Stone is our ABC News correspondent. He's going to join us next and tell us about whether or not your information may have been breached. That's next. Chris Merrill in for John Ken, KFI AM 640. We're live everywhere on your iHeartRadio app. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com news. That's LifeLock.com news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Now I'd like to introduce you to Meaningful Beauty, the famed skincare brand created by iconic supermodel Cindy Crawford. It's her secret to absolutely gorgeous skin. Meaningful Beauty makes powerful and effective skincare simple, and it's loved by millions of women. It's formulated for all ages and all skin tones and types, and it's designed to work as a complete skincare system, leaving your skin feeling soft, smooth, and nourished. I recommend starting with Cindy's Full Regimen, which contains all five of her best-selling products, including the amazing Youth Activating Melon. Serum. This next generation serum has the power of melon leaf stem cell technology. It's melon leaf stem cells encapsulated for freshness and released onto the skin to support a visible reduction in the appearance of wrinkles. With thousands of glowing five-star reviews, why not give it a try? Subscribe today and you can get the amazing Meaningful Beauty System for just $49.95. That includes our introductory five-piece system, free gifts, free shipping, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. All of that available at MeaningfulBeauty.com. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. 
cyber attacks affecting some of the biggest casino operators in Vegas. Alex Stone is our ABC News correspondent. Alex, love talking to you, buddy. Uh, Mr. Merrill, how are you? I'm doing great there, my friend. So good. Let's uh, let's dive into what's happening there at the, the resorts. It sounds like this has been uh, a real mess for the, the resort operators here as they, they try to make sure everybody is secure. Yeah, he really is. And uh, it was five days now. You know, it's been going on since Sunday, and uh, they, they don't seem to have a good answer to this whole thing. But this is MGM, so Bellagio, the Cosmo, Aria, New York, New York, Luxor, Mandalay Bay, Excalibur. It goes on and on, and then outside of Vegas as well. I mean, it is, it's a lot of properties that are dealing with this. Hotel room keys not working, slot machines down, elevators down. If you want room service, you you got to call down. No ordering on the app or on your your TV in your room. You want to pay out at the casino. You got to. It's done by a human. The the, the computers uh, that won't pay out right now. The little slips that, that come out. The vouchers. It is a uh, a royal mess. Right? And this is Randall Jensen. Uh, he he brought us in and and described what it's like on the casino floor at MGM Grand. If you want to get any money back at all. Then you have to have an employee do it manually. And the, the whole thing is crazy because it shows you just how connected everything is, whether it be the elevators or the, the slot machines or ordering food, that, that it's all connected, and all of that has been taken down. Now, the, the thing is that the, the hackers, Chris, may not be, probably are not into to most of this stuff, but MGM, you know, they had to pull the fire alarm and just shut everything down so that money isn't flying out the door and... You know, what if they messed with the elevators? What if they messed with the slot machines? They don't know where they are and what they're in. So anything connected, MGM has shut off. And so that makes it that much worse. And, in fact, the the hacking group Black Cat, they are criticizing MGM, saying that they overreacted and that they weren't aware of their own system and where these guys are and where they aren't and that they shut everything down. But uh, that guy, Randall Jensen, on the floor saying, Check-in procedure is kind of messy, a lot of long lines. Gambling's really messy. It's not as fun when you have to wait. So the lines at like Bellagio and elsewhere to check in because the computers have been not working or they've got to manually like give you and make a key card for you and check you in on paper and everything else, that it's been a very long winding line to, to get checked in. So this uh, they, they haven't figured it out yet. They, they figured out some workarounds and they're beginning to bring some things back online, but five days into it, it's still a mess. Well, man, check in and check out can uh, can be kind of a time-consuming uh, ordeal anyway, depending on what time you get there. We've all been there, and sometimes you walk right up to the counter, and sometimes there's there's a line. Uh, so that's got to right. be... They get rid of the computers, and, you know, it's like old school where they got to, like, make you a key, essentially, oh, and, and say, gosh. here's your room number, and, and you know, you, you can go to your room. And off you go. So, Alex, what's happening now with the with the hackers? Are they, are they making demands? Do they just do this for fun? What's the... Do we know what the... Uh, motivation was yeah so they've been pretty public here in the last 24 hours uh, they are making demands we don't know exactly what they are they're not, not saying what the dollar figures are but they've set up like chat rooms where they want to talk to mgm and they want to talk to the ceo and they've got links that they want mgm to click on i'm guessing mgm doesn't want to click on those links not knowing <laughs> where it's going to bring them so they're uh, publicly putting out statements saying that, that it's about to get a lot worse it sounds like MGM. There were some reports they had paid a ransom, but it sounds like they have not paid the ransom. So this group is saying, because you're not communicating with us, because you're not uh, agreeing to negotiate with us, that it's about to go really bad on you and that they're going to start to bring down systems that MGM doesn't know that they're in. Uh, this is uh, Alex Stamos, a cybersecurity expert. He puts it this way. If they're not paying the ransom, which seems to be 
what, what's happening at this point, then the attackers are highly motivated to try to increase the pressure on them. They're doing that already through these public interviews to try to embarrass them. I wouldn't be shocked to see some data start to get dumped out that was stolen from MGM. And then if they get really mad, the attackers might start deleting systems or breaking stuff where they still have access. So, Chris, it's a question of what does a company do? You know, we've seen the schools and banks have to, to deal with this. Do you pay the insane ransom to make them go away and to get access to your computers back, even though you still don't know if they're really in there? And, you know, then you got to kind of clean out your computers and make sure they're not in there. But in the meantime, they at least say that if you pay them that they're going to stop messing with you. Or do you do, you know, the FBI advises don't pay the ransom because that then creates more of these. And yeah. that if somebody says, well, I can make $30 million, then they're going to do it again and again and again, and others are going to do it. So it just propagates more of these. So do you not do it and then elongate it like this one is right now? And will they eventually end up paying anyway? And Stavos, uh, he's saying that no matter what, this is going to cost MGM a, a ton of money. Put it this way. I'm hearing 10 to $20 million per day is, is the cost. And it will be millions and millions of dollars of remediation. So I would not be shocked if the overall cost is in the 100 to $300 million range. And that's even if they don't pay the, the ransom. So 10 to $20 million a day. Or do you say, you know what, enough. Here's $30 million. Get out of our computers and then, and then go your way. And uh, as of right now, it doesn't look like they're doing that. Alex Stone is our ABC News correspondent. Alex, like he said, uh, remediation is going to be an expensive part. That means, I, I'm guessing, bringing in more cybersecurity experts beyond who they already, I'm assuming, paid a boatload of money to to, to try to prevent this from happening, to find the loopholes, yeah, I mean, to fix the loopholes, like to fortify like a flood in, Yeah, like a flood in your house of where is all that mold, and you bring in water uh, mediation to, to rip apart the walls and uh, to look for the mold. They're going to have to do that in the computer system of rip apart the walls of the computer networks and figure out where were the bad guys and how did they get in and what damage did they do and can they still see anything and, you know, all of that. It, it's going to be a lot of money. Do we we don't have any idea how they got in there then and I, and I don't mean I don't need code or anything like that. Well, but, no, uh, not specifics. The the group is claiming yeah. it was easy to do that yeah. uh, they found a profile on LinkedIn and it seems like posed as that person called somebody and they said there was a 10-minute phone call to get into the internal workings of the system. Okay. So, we don't know. But did they call and say, "Hey, you know, this is Joe Franklin from the IT department. I need you to do this and do that and do this." And yeah. they claim whatever they did that, that it was really easy to get in. Yeah, that's why I wondered, Alex, if it was a, if it was a brute force attack, which is you know the the geeks will tell you that's when you go in and, like they do on CSI, and somehow they all get in within about thirty or forty seconds, uh, or uh, the, the social engineering where somebody shares a password, or like you kind of hinted at, they don't want yeah, to click I mean, on the generally. link. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because why do we want to click on that link? <laughs> you gave us another link to click on. We're not going to fall for it, ding-dongs. Right. You, already, right? you already broke into our system, and you're telling me to click on this? No, but they, they oh say, God. you know, assuming that they're telling the truth, and, you know, I don't know, do you trust a, a hacker group, that you it was can. a phone call and then something they got them to do when they called MGM and that 10-minute phone call that, that allowed them in. Oh, what a nightmare. What an absolute nightmare. All right, Alex Stone, ABC News correspondent. Alex, uh, as always, appreciate the time. I give my best to the family there, my friend. You got it. Thanks, Chris. Have a great weekend. Thanks, buddy. Yep, you too. Anyway. Bye. What an absolute hellscape that is. Can you imagine being the hotel manager uh, or somebody who's near the top that all of a sudden has to deal with this? Can you imagine that coming down on you? Golly! Uh, hey, uh, hey, um, listen, 
everything is shut down. Uh, we're going to lose 10 to $20 million a day. What do you want us to do, boss? Uh, stop losing 10 to $20 million a day. Heads are rolling. Nobody knows, nobody knows, like he said, who's behind this. Nobody knows how they got in. Meanwhile, suppose that you are some low-level intern who took a phone call from someone you thought was a, a higher-level uh, member of the IT department, and you did what you were told, thinking you were doing right. You just kind of sheepishly tuck your tail between your legs and just hope nobody figures out it was you. 100% that would have been me. I would die. Oh. I, I would be so embarrassed. I mean, look, it it, yeah. it happens. It does. But, but you I know, don't want it to happen job, to me. But, I know. Right. Oh, it's always like, you know, we all experience this where it's like, oh, that would be me. Right. Oh, Whatever yeah. it is. Somebody. Yeah. You're, you're carrying a, a you're carrying a, a giant stack of donuts and uh, and you trip over the sidewalk and it falls onto a, a police officer and they're not happy about it. And then somebody takes a picture and it goes viral. That's me carrying the donuts, right? Just that's me. <laughs> and then you're trying to explain yourself, and nobody yeah, really yeah. understands. It, 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 it wasn't a political statement. I was right. taking donuts, and but it fell on the officer, and then uh, no, it wasn't. That was me. That would totally be me every single time. There is a new viral sensation on the TikTok, and yet it feels very familiar. I'll tell you what that is next. I'm Chris Marilyn for Johnny Kenton, KFI AM 640. We're live everywhere on your iHeartRadio app. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. Gen Z loves the newspaper? Oh, man. What's old is new again, I guess. Okay, so I'm reading this substack called uh, Embedded, right? And in the substack... It talks about uh, this new trend and this uh, this uh, this viral sensation on the TikTok. Uh, they say, this is uh, uh, Kate Lindsay is reporting, and Kate Lindsay says that she came across twenty three year old Kelsey Russell on TikTok while she was doing something decidedly unTikToky, reading the New York Times out loud saying there was no dancing, no suspenseful music, not even much editing. But she was still drawing audiences of 10,000, 50,000, even a million viewers. Whoa! <laughs> she's reading the uh, New York Times, and uh, she's having what they're calling sincere and enthusiastic demeanor and a natural and entertaining way to break down complicated stories. Wow! What a great idea! Anybody ever think of doing that? This is remarkable. Hmm. She's been invited now to tour the New York Times office, is being wooed by the Washington Post. Before she started reading news on TikTok, Kelsey found some success with videos helping black people find their community in Boston. She recommended salons, nightlife, destinations, and more. Huh. So let me get this straight. A new hot sensation that's getting 10, 50, uh, 10,000, 50,000, even a million views is someone who is sharing the news and giving recommendations about where to spend your disposable income. Mm, I should be doing that. Yeah, I feel like I feel like there's a real opportunity there. I, I, it, it shocks me that the society has gone this long without figuring out how to how to capitalize on such a thing. 
to find the news, to share the news, to have sincere and enthusiastic reactions to the news, to break down complicated stories in an understandable way, and then to also share likes, dislikes, and other recommendations to people. It's groundbreaking. It, it really is. It really is. And thank goodness we have TikTok to do such a thing because, I mean, how long could civilization have gone without discovering this life hack mm. that other people might share news, disseminate information, break it down, make recommendations? <laughs> it's literally talk radio. <laughs> if you're not catching on, it is literally what we've been doing for a hundred years. But we're not on TikTok. Wow, what a, it's so crazy, though. She's so far outside the box. Woo! Congratulations, Gen Z. You just became everything you thought you hated. Old. That's it. Congratulations. It's so revolutionary. And look, we're as guilty as anyone, are we not, Deborah? I mean, when we were young, we thought we had it figured out. And we would stumble across something and we'd be like, whoa, this is so crazy. How come nobody ever did this before? Only to find out that, uh, duh, it's been done before. <laughs> it's like when my kids are like, I don't watch TV. I watch YouTube. And you go, oh, you do? Why? Because they have people on there that make these different, like, YouTube shows that are really entertaining and good. And you go, they do? And how do they do that? Well, they've got a studio even. They're really good. <laughs> Never heard I mean, of that. Boy, if, any, wow. if, if only someone had come up with this concept of, I don't know, developing a plot line and a story and putting it into a studio and staging it and then sharing that with an audience in, in another manner. If only someone had thought of that before. We missed out in our childhoods, and, didn't we? Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. And at some point, Gen Z is going to be like us, right? I remember being that loathed Gen Z. We were Gen X, right? It was yes. like, Gen X is showed, and everybody takes their turn. Everybody takes their turn. And at one point, you are the loathed generation by everyone else. And then you get to be that age-loathed generation like the boomers are today, right? And so you go from being... Everybody hates you because you're young and stupid and everything you do is dumb and why do they do it that way? To you get to be old and then everyone hates you because everything you do is old and stupid and why do you do it that way? Only to find out it's all basically the same the same thing, just different iterations. That's it. it it's like when people marvel over uh, old stories. You know, I, I went to school for, for theater performance. We had to do a lot of Shakespeare, right? Oh, you got to do your Shakespeare class. God, it was brutal hated it i didn't hate the stories i just hated waiting through it because the stories were not new they're not new stories shakespeare didn't have new ideas he wrote old stories in a new way and now it's brutal for me to read because it's an old way that i want to hear the new stories it's the same thing we're not listen you didn't invent the wheel you just reinvented the wheel so gen z when you get all excited about the, the breakthrough that you've got oh my goodness I got an idea. Uh, how about skinny ties? No one ever thought of skinny ties before. We should do skinny ties, everybody. Yeah, crazy. It's been done. Now, I have to go take my heart medication because the doctor told me my blood pressure is getting out of control. And Gen Z, you have that to look forward to, too, because as soon as Gen Alpha starts to irritate you, you, too, may have a little mini heart attack every time you start talking about them.
only because half the time you're talking about them, you're also realizing how much of a dope you were at that age, and then you realize how much of a dope you're going to look like when you become the age-old generation. Really is a vicious cycle. Hey, there's good news. One thing that every generation can agree on, we love going to see Mickey, and Mickey is expanding. I told you, it's a fatter America. That's next. Chris Merrill, in for John and Ken, KFI AM640. We're live everywhere on your iHeartRadio app. Hey, you've been listening to The John and Ken Show. You can always hear us live on KFI AM640, 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. every Monday through Friday, and, of course, anytime on demand on the iHeartRadio app. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at legalshield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Zero Foxtrot isn't just a brand. It's a way of life. Founded and operated by veterans, Zero Foxtrot's unique apparel and gear echoes the grit of the warrior culture. Zero Foxtrot dedicates itself to producing content, honoring the sacrifices of forgotten heroes of the past, and connecting history to the present. Embark on a journey with Zero Foxtrot today at ZeroFoxtrot.com. It's not merely our products. It's about the ethos that we embody. Rugged, resilient, and timeless.